Train wreck Start when you can. Welcome to episode one of Train Wrecks in History. Brought to you by the most historian drinkers of all time. Go fuck your mom. Self-proclaimed, of course. <laughs> Self-proclaimed my ass. Yeah, I am. You want to find about it? <laughs> Years of studying. What are you studying? Drinking fucking beer and doing illicit activities with drugs? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to wake up with a minimal amount of embarrassment, but that doesn't actually work. <laughs> embarrassment? What's that? It's <laughs> yeah, a couple more drinks away from forgetting about it. <laughs> Alright, so what this is going to be, this is going to be just just complete and utter train wreck events that involve just doing mostly alcohol, drinking, and drugs, and all that stupid shit. That Intoxication does. of some sort. Yeah, something that just shit goes off the rails, but we're going to go back and start at the, at the younger years of what cultivated these awesome times to look back on. <laughs> It'd be funny to look back and see, what made me want to do that again? <laughs> Life's like a circle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, you want you want to do the first story? Or you want me to? Well, it's just like shorts. I don't know. The, I guess the first teenage time where you get you get intoxicated. I had an older sister that was you know was fortunate enough to, to hook us up with the uh, the old alcohol. So she get you guys smokes too. Yeah, of course. Well, of course, get you sister. going. You, you got to get that buzz yeah. going, you know? You got to get all dizzy and you stuff. You want a cigarette? No, you fucking faggot. What's Fine, I'll take a cigarette. <laughs> Peer pressure. What's that? <laughs> <clears throat> but it's funny, the stuff you'll do, because the things that, like, oh, when you're drunk, you're more honest. And I find that somewhat true, but not totally true. Because, I think it's just flat out more stupid. Well, you're more honest in that frame of mind. But that doesn't mean that's what you would say sober. <laughs> but then somebody calls you out on stuff, and this one guy from Forest Hill we used to hang out with, you know, his loved his older brother. His older brother was a crazy Navy dude. He was totally nuts and just off the rails all the time. So when it came down to it, like, he hits me in the head with a beer can, right? And we're like, I don't know, I'm probably like seven or eight beers deep, and for like a 16-year-old, that's a lot. Oh, fuck yeah, oh, that's, I'm, 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 I'm yeah, going what, what, good. Hold on, what were you guys drinking? Some Natty Ice or what was it? That was Coors, Coors Light. Oh, Coors you got Light. the Colorado Kool-Aids going Oh, yeah, on. we were hanging out with a bunch of country people back in the 90s. Oh, yeah. So, you know, that was their that was their preferred method. And it was like, you can't crush that beer can against your head. Okay, okay. Well, it turns out, number one, you have to pinch the can if you want to do that. Because <laughs> if you try and do it full-fledged... That's all bad. Mike, the trick is you're supposed to drink the beer first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Should I open the can before I try and crush you? <laughs> and then he goes, oh, no, you know what my brother always does? He always just holds it against the wall and, like, like swings oh, his hand into shit, it, right? Dude. So I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. And I hold it, and I'm, like, swaying and shit. And he freaking, he's like, okay, dude, here, dude, you can't just, I'll hold it steady. You're, you're moving. Boom! I didn't hear a crunch or anything, but I definitely heard the wall because homeboy moved the can. Oh, that's the best. And all I did was back up and I could see a blood spot on the wall. Oh. Because from me actually bashing my own head with the beer cans, I had cut a hole in my forehead. And then hitting the sheetrock like that made it that much worse. Oh, you probably hit like a stud and hit like a sheetrock. Oh, I don't, I don't really remember much. Oh, yeah. I was just off the rails at that point. At that, the next thing I know is I'm getting treated by my sister, who would later be in the medical field. So it kind of makes sense. And she goes, okay, man, don't hurt yourself, this and that and the other thing. And then I'm like, oh, come on, I had the can. And she looks at me dead in the eye and goes, hey, you're being dumb. Stop crushing cans. I'm like, yeah, that was pretty stupid. And I was like, come back out. Everyone's like, are you okay? I'm like, what are you guys talking about? The next day, it literally made a frowny face. 
What does that mean? That means I'm sad. You it's see sad, that? dude. That's universal for sad. <laughs> That's a sad face. Yeah, but it's on your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I'll give you a taste of degeneracy of me when I was younger, dude. This, I think I was about 13, maybe 14. By then, I've been smoking weed for like, I think about almost two years. And uh, we were so we were drinking already too and doing dumb shit. And uh, we just got into like huffing paint. I was like, eighth grade. <laughs> oh, it, we were just fucking running it like the brain bad. Cell dude. Killer. It was bad. I was a degenerate piece of shit growing up in my younger years. Oh. So I think it was about eighth grade, man. So we we're at my friend's house. Artur, his name's Arturo. Coincidence. I got a I got a guy I work with the same name. And uh, we're over there drinking. He's having a house party. Like, fucking kind of like an eighth grade closing out, getting ready to go to high school. Yeah. Well, his brothers co opted the fucking party and cranked it up to a high school's party. <laughs> we're going to turn it up to 11. Oh, <laughs> well, the, the, they, weren't, they, weren't, they weren't running it like we were, like a like group of guys. We were kind of running in, like doing stuff. And uh, so we're hanging out, drinking at the house, and the people are starting to flood in. It's getting crazy. So we move into the backyard. And we, by then, we, oh, fuck, I had to be like 14, I think. And uh, we pounded a couple 40s. We're chilling in the backyard. We're fucking smoking a ton of weed at the time and he had a bunch of spray paint so he fucking started loading bags while we were getting high wait what color was it it was gold no of course it, it was tastes gold. good it, it's hard to describe that if you never have paint but gold paint tastes good i don't give a fuck what anybody says try it we were painted model cars you yeah. this one's got a banana so in the backyard we have bags we have beer we fucking we're passing some weed around there's like most some of the other buddies went in the house because they didn't have so they were they were chilling in the house doing that so we were back there hanging out um, going at it in um uh, the fuck's going on? Feedback. Feedback from what? I don't know. Oh, we yeah. have technical errors. Stand by. You go away? Yeah. You can see it drop. Alright. Well anyways. So we're in the backyard and uh some of our everybody's bell because they didn't have paint, so we're back there going at it. It was like fucking two or three of us or whatever. Then all of a sudden the high school guys run out of the fucking house in the backyard. I think my older brother was there and he's a that motherfucker's a straight arrow. He's fucking straight edge. Don't smoke weed. He does drink, though. And uh, he caught tailwind of it. I don't think he... I think he came out and said to me, like, you're fucking stupid or something like that. I was like, I don't care. So, but we're back there doing that and uh, kind of dipping in and out of what's going on when this is all going on. And then all of a sudden, I remember, I think it was a senior or junior grabbed a hold of me. And it was fucking yelling or something like that. And someone came up and put his cigarette out, like, on my cheek or some shit. <laughs> it was fucking just... Here, like, dude, I had little, a little supervision growing up as a kid, and and you just kind of run out the rails and you just wing everything you do, and sometimes it leads you into scenarios like that where you make really stupid fucking mistakes. But I look back at that now, and it, you, if you look back on that and you're just like, oh my god, I just look back and laugh like you're a fucking moron. It's like, no but, different than bungee jumping; you're just doing it chemically. <laughs> taking a huge oh risk. yeah it was dude <laughs> huge that, that was like the early years we couldn't really get a hold of like cocaine or crank or anything at the time it was just they, <laughs> the, the easy accessible thing was paint they sold that shit to every kid at the store oh yeah like, fuck, you wanna buy paint yeah I mean, like, like like nine cans what yeah we're gonna paint a car totally <laughs> totally you're 13 what do you mean you're gonna paint a car yeah fuck it we're gonna paint all of our bikes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> every single one. Gold? Of them. Fuck yeah! It tastes. I mean, it, it's good paint. <laughs> well, I thought of one. You ever play um, like knockout? Uh, Mike Tyson? No, no, no. Where you freaking? Well, here's the procedure, and I don't encourage anybody to do this. Of course, you bend over and touch your toes, or you know, as much as you can, 
and you take like 20 deep breaths. Oh, fuck yeah. And then you stand up real quick oh, yeah. and someone puts their hands Pressure on both of your yeah. necks and you just, everything just oh, yeah. goes dark. You do that shit all the time. My first experience with that, we literally like split a tall can, which, ooh, split a tall oh, can. You, but yeah, drinking and doing that though? Well, we split a tall can and then we also, and this was like straight brick weed from back in the day. That was what was in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they called it brown weed. This shit came out of Mexico. <clears throat> And you know, you know, you think you can just do a whole bunch of it, right? But for some reason, after you play blackout, oh man, nothing is the same. No, like the whole day, everything out until your next sleep cycle yeah, is it's all weird. screwed up. Yeah, like it, 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 you feel semi euphoric. There's no semi about it. You feel <laughs> euphoric. <laughs> it's weird. I remember we we used, to, we used to do that, and there's another way we do it too. Is you you push on their where their heart was in their chest. And today pass out. You can do and, that. Yes, and now I look back. It's like, yeah, you're kind of slowing down the fucking heartbeat. You could killed somebody. If you were oh yeah, wow. it's like. <laughs> no, but it was so trippy because the first time we did that, and it was like this little apartment complex, and they had you know a good three foot barrier around like one of the outsides where we were sitting there doing this, and mm-hmm. I guess homeboy held me down for a minute because when I came back too, I can hear him all going, "Okay, he's not dead." <laughs> you know. I'm like, wait, wait. Fucking wake up, wake up. Mike, I can tell you your mom. I, I, I'm not going to tell your mom you died. Wake the fuck Dude, up. Dude, but the weird thing was, is every time I said something, it was like a half second behind that I heard it. Oh, so my, really? I could feel, I was controlling my mouth. Going, what happened? What happened? Is there an echo? Echo? I'm like, oh, this is getting weird, weird. <laughs> you know? But when I would turn my head, I wouldn't see a smooth transition. It would change in like blocks. So I would see in front of me, turn my head, and suddenly it would change to that 90-degree angle that I was looking at. So this is incredibly dangerous to be running around it. Oh, fuck yeah. So then we go up. We go to the like a vending machine. Somebody's got the munchies, right? And this, this one kid with us, um, he was just, he was loaded. He wouldn't do it, but it was like his first time getting stoned. You know, we were all at that age. And right by where the vending machines were, there was a racquetball court. And the door was closed because like a little rec area, an apartment complex. And it's the middle of the night. And you crack the door open, it's like, rrr, rrr, rrr. it just starts echoing. And I can keep hearing it permeating. Oh, the alarm? Hearing. No, no, no. It was just a squeaky oh. door, but a racquetball court's yeah. very echoey. So he sits there and he starts giggling and he hears his own giggling, which makes him giggle more, which makes me start giggling. And we hear ourselves echoing. Oh, dude. And we, we both kind of like somehow gravitate into this racquetball court. Next thing you know, I feel a hand on my back. I can't catch myself because it's pitch black in there and the door slams. And both of us are just laughing our ass off. I don't even know. I can't even tell you for how long. Until all of a sudden I realize the only laughs I'm hearing is myself. Um, but no, I got I, I try and drag him across the racquetball court. Completely disoriented because apparently I was dragging him away from the door. So when they came in to rescue us. Who came in? There was other people there with oh, us. Oh, okay, okay. They came in because like, it got quiet. And they said they were worried that we died again. You know? <laughs> But this time for real? <laughs> and this time, like, oh, you really died. And they turn on the light, and now suddenly, like, I fall over again because the light's so blinding, I can't even see. What they had been doing out there, that the reason they locked us in there to keep us quiet, was they were trying to break into a vending machine. Oh, shit. Right? So dude had been reaching his arm around, like, this little crack and dropping all the stuff in there. And I walk at him, like, he's like, dude, be quiet, be quiet. I'm like, why? He's like, dude, we're, we're trying to get, like, these snacks and stuff out of them all. Well, dude, you're taking forever. I don't know what I was thinking. I just cocked back and bam, right into the glass. Did you? Oh, did you break I it? I punched the glass and it all just came falling right down. Next thing you know, I get, remember I was saying everything was in a flash? All of a sudden, I'm running with bag loads of, like, chips and shit and don't even know why. I'm like, everybody, stop, stop. What is going on? And they're like, there's no way you're that messed up. You're right. But what's going on? <laughs> 
It's like that David Tell joke, man, about the one you're drinking. It's like time traveling. You wake up, you're at a bar. You wake up, you're at another bar. You wake up, you've been at McDonald's for like the last 30 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Like man. you're working there? Yeah. That? Oh, dude. Oh, just those younger years is when you're really figuring it out. Oh, what's the first time you got like real, like that you got drunk drunk? Not, the first time you drank alcohol and got drunk. Like schmammered? Yeah, because usually when, you, when you're first drinking, you have like a beer and you, it doesn't really do anything. You know, kind of like... The flavor's not, you're not really sold on the flavor yet. You're still trying to figure out, you know, what the fuck thing, what beer's about. To I, I guess I can only really gauge that <clears throat> by being the first time that I threw up from drinking. Oh, shit. Yeah. How that was that? Was, well, it was my first time with Jungle Juice. You ever had it? Oh, fuck yeah. Dude. And we had it in this huge, you know, cooler with all kinds of fruit and stuff in there. And everybody's, you know, having a good old time. And there's another night, which was funny when the cops came later, but... I was just sitting out back and everybody else had gotten sick and like the older brother was getting mad at everybody for not being able to hold their alcohol. I went out back, yacked, dog came, cleaned it up. Fuck yeah. Alibi, baby. (laughs) But it was funny because we were, I was pretty hammered and like I'm very vocal, I've always been. And a cop, all of a sudden we're all sitting there in the room like trying to like decide if you want to pass out or stay awake. All of a sudden door opens up, light comes off. It's like, hey, turn the, well, hi, (laughs) Ossifer. My sister later told me I said that. I'm all, no, I didn't. She's like, yep. And he looked right at you and said, get up. <laughs> We're going somewhere special? Yeah, please don't. Just don't. It was basically, y'all just stay here. Be oh, dumb. man. <laughs> what, 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 what about the first time getting like getting high? When, do you remember that? Um, Smoking weed. Let me rephrase that. Well, it was, yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah. It was the day that uh, the World Series and that earthquake happened in the... Oh, yeah, shit. That was the same day. That's a memory. Isn't that just for days? Yeah, what happened? I smoked weed and the Bay Bridge fell on itself. That's what I thought. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit, I can't be doing this. You see what happened? This is a sign from God. (laughs) They were right. Oh, dude, this whole time. I I remember the first time I got high high. I think I was in sixth grade. Yeah, I was about there. I I smoked before, but I... You know, when you hit like a pipe or a joint, you don't know fucking how to inhale it and smoke it. You kind of do the shit where it doesn't really get in hell, and you go, oh, I'm fucking high. Yeah. No. Like, so we are at a buddy's house, and uh, and we were chilling with his sister, and his sister was way older. She was like 28 at the time, and we were, I want to say we were about 12 and a half. 12 and a half, maybe early 13s. So over there, the dude's packing a bomb, a little itty one-hitter one bomb, one quick snap bomb. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, and he's like, you want to hit this? It's like, oh, yeah, fuck I smoked weed before. It's not that bad. It doesn't really do anything. He's like, "Yeah, just keep hitting it. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna control the carb for you." He's like, "All right, let's do it." So I'm just sucking, 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 and he fucking, he, he let go of it. And I like hit, oh, dude, I hit it so hard, and I just remember coughing, coughing, and all of a sudden, tunnel vision. Yeah. Just the whole, just everything, just, just went, <laughs> closed down, and, and I, I remember, I must have been high for like eight fucking hours, thinking, "Holy fuck, I gotta get home one day." And try to fucking play this off, dude. I was just fucking annihilated, man. Not happening. I had somebody do me dirty on that. It was like a five and a half foot, like, wine bottle. But it was, like, from Europe. So, like, the base probably held, like, a half gallon. Oh, fuck. But it had this flute that was actually, like, the three feet. And the bottom was all taped up for whatever reason. There was a carb. So it took two people to operate. And then I had, like, it was when I was hanging out with this dude. He was, like, the world's cruelest friend. And... He's like, no, I got it, I got it here. Let me help you, let me help you, blah, blah, blah. And he's going, dude, it's not lighting. Keep trying. No, it's, dude, it's not, what's wrong with this thing? Dude, it's not going, it's not going, it's not going. Dude, pull really hard. Something's wrong with this thing. 
let's go, dude. And I'm like, and right before I cough, I see dude like move the thing out of the way, jump on me like straight wrestling style, hand over the mouth. He's all, go to sleep, go to sleep. And I'm like, oh, you son of a bitch. Why would you do this? As soon as lets off, I'm all, like no smoke. Yeah, it's like no smoke. Your yeah. lungs just absorbed everything. Oh, dude. Oh, dude. Yeah, we get into like we get into this dude's Bronco too, and I'm in the back seat just, you know, because it's the first time I've ever been like over the top top, you know. Oh man. And I'm just so just gone, and all of a sudden I'm looking up and it's daytime. It's like four or five oh, o'clock in the that, summertime. Yeah, yeah. And I'm looking all around. And I'm looking at the ceiling. I'm like, what is that? It's like, is there like a a, a dance ball around here. We're driving by a creek and it's reflecting. What is that? Oh, it's the cop that's pulling us over. <laughs> shit. Oh. oh, dude. Dude, and the freaking, the guy turns around who did that shit to me and goes, your eyes are hella red, man. You better sober up. You better think about it. And he's like antagonizing me the entire time. Bullshit, I'm taking a nap. Like, or at least pretending to. Cop oh, comes dude. up. He gets him out of the car. Dude's driving on a suspended license. Of course, everything's going to go south from here. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. And freaking... He comes up to the car. He goes, "How are you guys?" I'm like, "I don't know. We just went swimming. I'm trying, just trying to get home, dude." Yeah. Shit. <laughs> he probably shouldn't have said the yeah part, right? <laughs> you know. And you can see the dude in front of me just ever so subtly just shaking his head, like, "Oh man, he's all." You know what? I'm gonna let you guys go. Sec the sheriff. Sheriff don't. Sheriff ain't. He ain't trying to roll you guys. He ain't trying to take you with you. He ain't trying to do all that paperwork. Just let us go, and we get back, and I'm like, "Oh, that blew my high. Shit, <laughs> that's gone. I'm sober now. That's terrible." <laughs> Shock it right out of you. Oh, it oh, did. Man. Well, that's that was the beauty of Bammer. If you like saw a cop, your parents, or ate anything, it, that, it was gone. One of the best stories, and it's it's with my, it's not the best story for me, but it's probably one of the best for my cousin, and I gotta get him come on here and tell it, and uh, I'll, I'll give you a fucking little snippet of it. It was hilarious. So he kind of been smoking for a little bit. I think we were like 15, 15, almost 16 at the time. And he hadn't really been smoking. And by then, I would do, we was blowing through like an ounce a day. We're just, wow. well, I just make it happen. We'd all chip in and get it and everything. So he came down because he's like, yeah, I smoke weed too. I was like, oh, cool. You know, come down. <laughs> yeah. So I, we at the time I had a buddy who was driving and it was back in the day on Sundays where uh, 102.5 was used to play oldies, old school Mexican oldies oh. all day long. So we, we, we used to jump in his van and just cruise around all over the place just getting high. Like, and there would and be like six of us in the van just chilling. We fucking scrounge up gas money and stuff like that. So he showed up with us, dude. So we're out cruising around. And we're just smoking nonstop. We probably get about two hours deep. He's like, I can't fucking smoke anymore. I'm like, too fucking high. He's like, oh, cool, dude. We got some coke. You want to hit it? <laughs> and he's like, what? I was like, yeah, dude, to get you up, man. You'd be good. Oh, and he's like, no. And so, like, okay, so we're passing around a CD, like a CD case. And everybody's hitting bumps and everything. And he's just in the back. <laughs> like, dude, I, I can't believe you guys are doing this. It's like, like what? Not until you try it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, we're not holding down and shoving it up your nose. You're like, we offered it to you and you bitched out. So we're just going to do it without you. This is when we're going to drop you off. We're going to keep driving. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all I remember is finally getting home. So we were gone for like eight hours. So we showed back to the house and I'm. By then, I'm doing pretty solid, but he's still just fucking Gonsville. Just love. Oh, uh, and to this day, he, he does the best job at telling that story because he, it's his. It's his point of view. Oh yeah, it was hilarious. It's the fishbowl of psych. Yeah, like to me, vision. it was just like, yeah, we just smoked some weed. He's like, no, we smoked some motherfucking weed. Oh dude. For like eight hours straight. He said my fucking mind was gone. 
Oh, we, I laugh it still to this day, dude. Oh, dude, the first time I actually had green bud, you know, still high school, was... That shit you stick to the wall and just fucking... Oh, yeah, and it was, again, going from, like, you know, summers filled with the brickweed where you're like, wow, an ounce is only 20 bucks? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, this joint's for days. <laughs> you know, now you look back on, yeah, I like headaches. <laughs> Everything had seeds in it. Oh, well, the thing is, is, we actually found out, like, radio speakers, like the little grill is the perfect thing. So you just mash it up in there, shake it, you get all this perfect oh, stuff no in the shit, bottom, yeah. and it keeps all the seeds and stuff. Yeah, no doubt, I can see that. But you gotta engineer it, you know, yeah. that's, that's the thing I'll give potheads, they always engineer the shit out of yeah. stuff. You can put your weed in here, man. Well, dude, if you ever <laughs> want to see somebody get really creative, no weed and a ton of resin, figure out how to smoke it. <laughs> dude, I make real, I used to make what I call real into hash, where I'd scrape the bong with hot water. Oh, yeah. And then shake it around, uh, here's the trick though, I take a coffee filter, rubber band it around a glass. Pour the shit through there until the water was gone. Fold it in half and stick it on a coffee hot plate. Flip it a couple times and it comes out with this perfect black See, hash. You know, you know what we used to do with a lot of our pipes and stuff. We so you boil them, you recover it, and then we make these little like hash resin balls. Yeah, that's kind of what. Yeah. Yeah, and then basically we we get two liter sovers to cut the end off and we do knife hits. So like. Oh yeah. So nobody had an electric stove other than me at my apartment. So so when my mom would be gone or wherever at work because my my mom and dad split, it it'd be. No dual supervision, so we go to the house and we be chilling. We shove two knives into the fucking electric grill, let them get paper hot, yep, like glowing hot, and we just scrape it up, let it dry into this nice little fucking hitter. That thing it hits, it wreck your throat. It hits so hard. Oh yeah, your but, eyes red. Oh <laughs> yeah, that thing is so fucking strong, it's dude. Gone. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that was always the fun stuff. This ruined knives. Like my mom would be like, "How come all the fucking knives are all burnt on the end?" I don't know. I don't know, stop sticking them in the toaster. Yes, yeah, who's know. burning these knives? But we were uh, we were out camping, right? It was a different experience. I'm like, this guy's like, oh, I'm like, what's that? He's like, oh, it's a prototype. Remember prototypes? I don't know if you remember. No. It. it had like this little weight lid thing on it. So if you tipped it upside down, the lid would automatically close. No shit. And it wouldn't spill your wheat. And I took it from him and I was like, oh, that's actually pretty cool. He's like, nine times out of ten. It doesn't spill anything. Immediately when I grab it, it flips upside down and I spill it. I'm all, that must be the 10th time. <laughs> oh, man. Off to a bad start, yeah, oh, yeah. this guy, you know. Who the fuck from this guy? Yeah, this guy doesn't know me, you know. I'm in addition, too. So I sit there and hit it two or three times. I'm like, man, if only, you know, I was a green, but he's like, that don't taste green to you? Yeah, he's like, yeah, I mean, it's it's some outdoor and this and that. I'm like, wow, did I just sound like I knew what I was talking about? Because I just... <laughs> you know what I mean? This bullshit is his spitball and thing on yeah, there. Yeah, it actually ended up being half right. <laughs> two or three times, I'm like, okay, cool. All right, I'm going to walk down to the water. Do you know, the water was only 20 feet away. Where the hell is the water? Where the hell is the camp? Where the fuck am I at? <laughs> I couldn't find anything. The last thing I, I'm like, okay, they were playing guitar at the camp. All right, I ended up probably circling that camp two or three times, like just wrong. Just wrong. Finally ended up going and sitting in front of the fire. Someone's like, you want a s'more? Grabbed a flaming hot s'more right oh, off the dude's fuck, stick dude. and fired into my mouth. And they look at my sister like, your brother's a savage. I'm like, I'm going to go to bed. Okay, I go in there, look around, lay in the tent. And it was probably about an hour before I realized I didn't put anything down. My sleeping bag wasn't oh, down. Oh, that's fucking And awesome. like the only thing that was going through my head was these weird like shapes and colors that were like from my childhood the best color scheme is like i don't know if you remember like the old star wars toys yeah the stickers that went on the x-wing how it was gray yeah. and red it was that in my vision like for a good hour before i could finally just calm the fuck down and go what was so terrible about my childhood again dude <laughs> it was like why why is that it was like literally just the, those brain cells were burning oh dude it, it's funny you say you, you talked about that the marshmallow 
So here, here's this marshmallow drinking story. So we're out camping with one of, the, one of our buddies. And uh, we're up in, um, what the fuck is it? Slide Park. So it's up 50. So we're up there camping or whatever. And there's probably, uh, shit, probably about six of us, a couple kids or whatever, and everything. So we're, we're all making marshmallows. And we're all fucking drunk staying up around the fire. Of course. And I'm, and I'm talking and I move my stick around and getting fucking all animated with what I'm saying. And all of a sudden I, I go to eat it and I say, what the fuck is my marshmallow at? So then all of us are looking around where the fucking marshmallow is at. We can't find it anywhere. It's like, fuck, where did it go? Oh, no. So, like, we probably spent, like, a good 15 minutes trying to figure it out because we didn't want to get on any of this shit around. Right. It's just like, well, fuck, I guess we can't find it. You know, that sucks. So, so, <laughs> so fucking all the kids finally start getting up and going to the tents and everything. We're still out there drinking late. And I think it happened, yeah, it happened that night. So all of a sudden, probably about two hours later after the kids go down, all I hear is from uh, one of our friends, one of our friends' girlfriend's sister, all of a sudden, fucking, it's all I hear. I probably shouldn't say my name, but whatever. See, now we got to bleep, we got to yeah. bleep too. <laughs> yeah, bleep too. So anyways, I say that and all of a sudden, well, the marshmallow had came off and landed in the kid's blanket. They didn't see it. They took it into the tent. Rolled it. <laughs> that shit was everywhere, fucking dude. everywhere. Good old Cumbia. It's like, ah, oh, my and bad. That sucks. <laughs> oh, dude. No, all kinds of fun stuff. Oh, yeah. You fucking look back, it's hilarious. Well, what was it in, um... Oh, the funny thing about that trip, another funny thing that happened. So, <laughs> I, I get all into telling horror stories and shit, like, uh... What's this all about? It's all about horror stories. Oh, yeah. So, campfire stories and stuff. All the kids get all quiet and they get all locked in and get all scared and shit. Oh, yeah. I sell the story when I sell it to them. So we're doing that or whatever. So I'm telling all these stories, and uh, our our friend's friend had showed up, and he cannot fucking handle his alcohol. Like a little bit goes a long fucking way with this guy, this I'm, ginger fuck. I'm jealous. So I'm <laughs> I'm telling the story, and all of a sudden, he walks in the. We're so we're all around the campfire, and everybody's being quiet. He drunk as fuck walks up. I don't know what he said. Nobody knew what he said. But he's tired as zero In the middle of telling the story, when everybody's focused, loud as fuck. We're like, what? He's like, oh, it fucking doesn't matter. And he, just, he walks away. <laughs> wow. And everybody's like. And the hook what? was on the <laughs> Yeah, like, so. And I was just like, fuck, I'm over it. Stories are done. Like, that, <laughs> Colin's was, coming from inside the house. Yeah. We're out here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like, incoherent, this, this, this gibberish. And everybody's like, fucking, dude, get out of here. What the fuck you doing, man? <laughs> oh, dude, he ruined them all. Yeah, well, I mean, I'd, I'd say probably a lot of the more dumb shit I did was, like, right, like, 18 to 21. Yeah. Where you're really testing oh, yeah. the boundaries. Yeah, we, let's, try, let's try to keep it in the in the younger... I want, I want to try every podcast. Us Moving tell. up a genre. Oh, because there's a couple ones of, like, yeah. like 4th of July is coming up. Uh, see, I, I don't have a lot of crazy 4th of July stories. Oh, I do. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I don't... Wait, wait, if we're going to go chronological... I got a lot of stories of blowing up my hand, but, like... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got a lot of stuff about setting other people on fire. <laughs> <laughs> fucking... Fuck this guy! <laughs> Let me show you something. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, because yeah. I didn't really powerhouse it until... Yeah, probably about then. But a lot of, like, high school... Oh, man. <laughs> there was... Dude, you, like, The Shining. I, I still, to this day, cannot watch that movie. Really? Well, because I had gotten beer... Right, so I had—I think I had like a six-pack for myself, and again, I'm at my sister's house. Okay. She worked till two in the morning. Everybody else bailed on me, and I'm sitting there. I think I was playing like uh, Super uh, Empire Strikes Back on Super Nintendo. Oh yeah. Getting wasted. Yeah. So I have my six-pack. All right, fine. 
open up and oh well you know what the whole bottom of the fridge is filled with zima let's do this yeah sprites yeah good old sprite and i'm like i can't feel shit what's in the cabinet well here's some tequila oh dude you know what's weird is i just say you, you know what would have been the good move with that is you drink about a quarter of the Zima and then top it off. Yeah, put, put this, yeah. Yeah, we topped it, it, it off with the Oh, it would have gone a lot further. I wouldn't have <laughs> drank all of them because I got I got beat up apparently, but that, that's later on. That's later on. Oh, solid. Well, yeah, that's what happens. I drink all that and I guess I must have just went over because I guess my, when my sister walks in, I'm on the floor, the entire like table's filled with Zimas. You know, she's like, oh, great. So you drank all my Zimas. Awesome. <laughs> and like the game on, she said it could have been more perfect because on the TV, all she could see when she walked in because all the lights were out was game over. <laughs> the worst part, <laughs> I was like, oh, man. Fuck yeah, it is. <laughs> so the next morning, I'm like, I'm like, oh, hey, wait, I got to go to school. And she's like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, I got to go. It's like Wednesday. I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. This asshole forgot that she wasn't supposed to take me to school and decided out of fun for herself. Oh, that's awesome. To take me to school. Yeah. You want to go? Here you go, motherfucker. I went to a private school. Okay? Oh, no shit. Oh, dude. <laughs> so guess what Wednesday is in a private school? Almost all of them. Chapel. <laughs> so you're now sitting. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you got to go to chapel. Did you I smell in. like a fucking brewery? I did. Awesome. And I sat down and one of the kindergartners gets up and turns around and goes, you smell like my dad. I'm like <laughs> on the weekend or weekday. Oh no! My <laughs> freaking administrator comes up, taps me on the shoulder. I'm like, this is a good thing. She sits down, and I get this whole speech about how you know drinking is sin and this other. I just shaved his aftershave. Oh, this, all this crap goes on. I'm like, I know it just kind of happened, but you know, I just still had to come to school and say, like, well, that's very diligent of you. Blah 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 blah. And then I think I slept, and they didn't care. I slept on my desk for like two hours until lunch. <laughs> I'm just sitting there, just I'm snoozing, missed all the recesses oh, and everything. Fuck. <laughs> and I was like, you know, in the future, I'm gonna make better choices in the morning on whether to call out or not. Is that, I, I didn't. I ramped it up pretty fucking hard when I moved to South Sac. So when I, when I when I got out of Lincoln, kind of a little small. Most of my friends in Mexican were Mexican in Lincoln, and uh, when so I went to South Sac, it was just I was 100% the only white guy, and there was a lot of Mexican cats, and, and I made a lot of black friends out there. But dude, like the first week I was out there, we fucking I, I made friends with a couple dudes. We were smoking weed in the beginning. Then after our party's out there for a month, man, we were hitting it hard. I'll, I'll get into those stories later, man. But they went off the rails. Because right. we got into a bunch of crazy shit when we was out there doing stuff. It, that stuff went wild. What was the weird thing is I left, I left public school because I got into, like, skaters and shit. And we were, like, drinking yeah. and shit and smoking weed. But it wasn't until I went to private school that I actually <laughs> get into anything that, you know, went a little bit further than that. So everything got around the rails. The apartment complex we lived in in Salisac was a fucking shithole. So everybody that lived in that apartment complex, <clears throat> you could only live there if you had a mental disability. Oh. Yeah. So and my dad isn't as, as mentally disabled as he makes it out to be. The fuckers is gaming the the system. But it, but there was a good, probably about 30% of the people living in the apartment complex that were fucking way off the deep end, dude. Really? Oh, yeah. That, off the, dude, I got... So many wild stories from being out there. I thought you were going to say it was like one of those complexes where you go over to your friend's house that lives in 32, and then he takes your 50 bucks and goes down to 17, and he comes back in an hour with what you need. There's plenty <laughs> of apartment complexes. Oh, there's a lot of that. Yeah, this apartment's where you go for this. This apartment's where you go for they, that. There, well, there used to be this, this one Asian bitch up the street. Uh, she she ran it out of her apartment. We could just call it the candy house. So you could take your food stamps there and buy uh, Lucy's or packs of Newports or Marble, whatever you smoke. 
Yeah. Oh wow. Well, well the liquor store up the, cool, up the street, the guy was legit. It was just some Arab dude. And what you used to do is you go in there with the twenty food stamp, twenty dollar food stamp. You buy just a pack of gum and he gives you cash back. And then I think, uh, yeah, at the time I just moved out there when I was about like mid fifteen. And uh, with with the money to get back, he just sell you booze on the spot and cigarettes. He didn't give a fuck. There was a dude there around was the no corner ID. for me that did that. But yeah, a lot of those cats in the south area didn't give a fuck, man. They, what are you like twelve? Boom, here's some booze, some smokes. Oh, I did that before I was twenty one. No, but but it, that's back then out there. I mean, if you're like 14, 15 and they're selling you shit. Yeah, and like out there, you didn't have to ask them, but you just walked in the store and they just sold it to you. No playing, hey, Mister. No, it's just like, hey, let me get this. You're not old enough. It's good, man. I'm not you know, it's funny. Is all the times I've been hooked up by older people and stuff when I was younger, not once have I taken money from kids that are playing, hey, Mister. Yeah, neither not have I. once have yeah. I done it. I never really got hidden up before. Oh, I have. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It's see, um, and, and, and we grew up in Lincoln when it was different. There's a lot of white Mexican people. That the store owners didn't play that shit out there, so you had, you had to do the hey mister. So we used to we people buy you cigarettes, they didn't give a fuck. Cigarettes were an easy like, hey, can you give me a pack of smokes? Yeah, We're like thirteen. I was like, yeah, it's cool. He's like, fuck, what do you want? Back Harley Davidson. So yeah, I remember we used yeah. to smoke a lot of Harley Davidsons when I lived in. Lincoln. Dude, the black dude that yeah. reminds me of was like the taste. The only way I can describe the taste of a Harley Davidson cigarette is like, well, it's like, it's like they, an exhaust pipe. They took pine needles, <laughs> stuck them in an no. exhaust pipe, and yeah. rolled around the tobacco. They, 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 they basically analyze a Harley Davidson tailpipe. Like, yeah, <laughs> we can produce this flavor in a cigarette. We got you. Yeah, this fucking the only just, cigarette I believe really has curse. <laughs> dude, that's those were nasty. I remember when I when I was going to Job Corps, dude, and we was fucking and um, we we was kind of broke, but we used to make do what we had. I worked in the kitchen. That was back when minimum wage was like four dollars an hour. I started in the field when was 14. Yeah, and uh, I, I used to rat hole a lot of the money, and I, I used to I used to get cigarettes, and I'd hold on to them by, like, cartons, and then I would hit people for double the price on them when they got desperate. Nice. Or, or they sell at Lucy's. I remember one time I bought two fucking cartons of cigarettes. I got a pack of, I got a carton of Marble Reds and a carton of Newport 100s, and someone had fucking under the top of my locker and oh, stole no. the two fucking cartons out that bitch, dude. My profit line is gone. Well, dude, <laughs> cigarettes, have, cigarettes haven't really gone too much up in price. They've always been fucking expensive. Oh, sure. And when the minimum wage is $4 an hour, you're buying a $28 carton of cigarettes. Like, motherfucker, yeah, dude. Yeah, you saved up for Oh, man, I was so fucking disappointed. Remember, uh, was it Checkers? Yeah, 90, oh, those things were sharp, dude. <laughs> yeah, so you, you, I remember in the beginning, the 99, the 99 cent store, when they were selling alcohol, they were selling cigarettes too. Yeah. So you can buy the bugle, the roll your owns. So I remember we used to roll up there. I was probably about a fuck sixteen and a half. And there was one up on the corner of Florin and um, Stockton, and we used to roll in that bitch, and we get a fucking couple highlights because they were still selling for ninety nine cents. Because country clubs taste like shit. Fuck those. And you roll in there and you get a fucking. You can either get a, a box of checkers or you can get a, a fucking can of bugle. Roll your own. Which, again, isn't too bad for the first time. When half. you broke as fuck and you're trying to make some things happen, dude. Yeah. Hey, you're trying to hit out a bitch. She'll take a fucking unfiltered bugle. Sure. She's shaking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, what's it going to take? She's like, oh, man, do anything for a cigarette. Let me roll your one up right now. Yeah. Who are those? Oh, this is legit. Oh, this, yeah, this, this is like five cigarettes. You're going to yeah. this. Bullshit, <laughs> though, refries that we just fucking broke down. Oh, yeah. We do that. We do have a can of refi. And then we have a can of lip, like fresh tobacco. Like, what's refry? Go give me those cigarettes over there. We're gonna break them down and throw them in this can. Yep. They all yeah. have that. that oh, stale. this is stale as fuck, man. Oh yeah. Oh. My buddy, my buddies in high school used to be so hit up that where he would pull it was in the COVID era. This is disgusting, but he would pull out half a cigarettes out of like the little sand. Oh yeah. And fucking smoke. We we used to do that shit. <laughs> and what's funny is you'd sit there and go, man, that's disgusting. 
All right, yeah. give me a drink. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> so in the apartment complex we lived in, there was a ton of fucking Airbnb. Every nobody worked for a living, so everybody was at home all the time. Coffee like, cans just full of butts. It wasn't coffee cans. Like, they, so what they would do? A lot of these cats that live in the, in the apartment complex. They'd roll through a lot of these areas because everybody still smoked back in the early nineties. Sure. So you could roll up in front of a store or something like that, and they'd have an ashtray can in there. Yeah. So at night you go and you just break the chain off. You take it home. You put it in front of your apartment. That's complex. what I was gonna say. Just so like, there was a ton of motherfuckers that had legit <laughs> ashtrays out in front of their yeah, house. The big concrete ones. Yeah, and and they used to do that. But like, so if you like, you try to steal someone else's fucking cigarettes out of their can, you get shitty with you. So you got to be sly about that shit. You got to go over there while you're inside chopping it up, bullshitting with them. You got a friend come through and just fucking <laughs> yeah. snake, snake all their fucking cigs from out of the fucking out of the can. Oh, dude, that's so awesome. That is funny how it starts with like, I would say that's where you kind of get used to like scrimping and stuff. It's oh, like dude, cigarettes. It was because bad, it's the yeah. only one. Like weed. Okay, I can go weeks and. Oh, weeks it was and rough, months. dude. Living with when I lived with my dad, <laughs> man. Like, fuck, dude. We didn't have a car for like a good four years, so everything we did was a bus. And, and a majority of the good stores are Martin Luther Bo- Martin Luther King Boulevard and Twenty Forty Third. That's a fucking like Florin Sixty Six is a shithole. Martin Luther and fucking Forty Third. Is a shithole, and that's where like the Safeways, and they're on the other side where Stockton, Lemon Hill are at. That whole area is a fuck. Like oh, now, man. it's now it's actually nice, it's crazy. But back then, that was a fucking dumpster fire. Our uh, band practice warehouse used to be on Forty Seventh. Oh yeah, our back wall backed up to the police station. <laughs> and what's funny is we in the neighborhood. There's like the Hell's Angels Chapter House was next door. They loved us. Oh no shit! I didn't know they had one over the there. Red Barn. That's where Red Barn. Okay. And it's actually one of the guys we work with used to do that. The guy who you said loved you loved his stories. Story about the sandpaper tongue. He used to live down there, right by there. He knows exactly. Oh no, shit! And all the neighbors in that area were like, and this is the arrogance, you know. We're like, ah, they're they're not gonna call the cops. They're all cool. You know, times we had the cops call us over there, and it was so (laughs) funny because you all of a sudden you look out and you see the lights, and we always locked the gate, so you just like you in between songs you again. Roll up the door, the smoke just comes rolling out. You know, you're like, hey. What is that? Uh, it's, a, it's a nebulizer. We all have uh, asthma right now. Well, we had one kid, and I'd say a kid because he was a young, young cop, right? And we, hit, we cracked the door so the smoke could get out. And we're sitting there jamming, jamming, jamming. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the drummer just stops, right? And I'm like, and on the mic, I'm like, uh, you got a little problem there, dude? And he points his drumstick at the door. He's all, someone's outside. You've never seen so many people, because again, South, you know, South area. Oh yeah. All of us take all our stuff off, and we all had little bats and knives and stuff stashed all over there, because you never knew where somebody's going to jump. Oh us yeah. And try you to don't know what's shit. going on out there. We look down there, and I'm, I'm like, okay, who is it? And everybody's like standing there. He's like, hey man, I like your band. That's cool. Enjoy it from the street. <laughs> you know? Mind you, I'm like a forty, deep, yeah. you know, and I'm all enjoy it from the street, and he's all. Come on, man, open up. I want, I want to meet you guys. Sorry, not taking autographs tonight. It's the cops, dude. Open up. I look at his, I'm like, his shoes are mighty shiny. <laughs> you know? I'm like, fuck. And you've never seen so many, like, mini bats and shit get put away. Oh, yeah. It's like, <laughs> you open up the door and sure as shit, it's a fucking cop. He looks like he's 18. Right? Oh, but shit. he's got the full yeah, kit. Yeah, he's yeah. got it. You know, back then when they had a nightstick, remember back when they had a nightstick? But you know, you know what the big thing about the. Oh, I'll let you finish then. I'll well, that was, that was pretty much it. He comes up, and yeah. we actually, I'm all. I look over, and like the bong's sitting right on the shelf by my amp, and I'm all. Tobacco pipe. I look over at. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. This pipe. Those pipes. <laughs> you know? 
I look over at it. I look at him. I look over at it. I look at him. He's all, my shift hasn't even started. I don't care. I'm all, oh, in my whole life. And I was so young. I'm like, in my whole life, I never realized cops could look the other way. Well, it's not even so much that. Like, my little brother, CHP and everything. And, and, and you know, I, I know, I knew him. He's a decent guy. Out of me, me and my two, out of me and my brothers, he's the only decent person that, that came out of the fucking batch. <laughs> me and my older brother are fucking irreparable pieces of shit. Like, He's not as bad as I am, but Muller Brothers a fucking prick a lot of times, and I don't give a fuck if he hears this. It's true. Oh, he will. That's, I don't care. I, I still love him. He's just an asshole. Well, that's the thing about family. I mean, you can you can call it like you see it, and only yeah. like the real. If they'll only get mad you, if they you, know, it's you know true, what I, you know what I like with my brother Muller Brothers sometimes. <laughs> it's the fucking the fight of the argument. I love it. Just the thrill. Oh yeah, it's like, just ah. fucking. Yeah, we just go out of like a bunch of fucking wild animals and see how <laughs> see how bad this gets. Oh, that's cool. I never I didn't have brothers and sisters. So you learn how to tear people apart emotionally. <laughs> I think that's why I'm impervious. Just play fucking me- you just place these me- like these mental time bombs waiting to be detonated. Oh, exactly. You're all you're like that seed. You're all he's gonna remember that when now. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Fuck, man. I got you. I got you. No, funny. But but the but the thing with cops is the whole thing, man. I know the cops get shitted on and, and people. People look at a cop and they see the uniform and they think that's the problem. Is you, it's a person, man. It's yeah, and that's and we all are, dude. What's 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 be honest? Cops are people, man. but but they but they, like, when you go to when you when you go to an establishment or a business, everybody has to put the illusion that it's that a well that, they're, that, that yeah oh, that, that yeah, yeah that they're that they're not a person and they're this this thing a cop, a barista, a fucking a mechanic, yeah. a car. You're you're putting the persona of what you're supposed to be are, because you because they're wearing the uniform, so it, it throws you off guard when they do act like a person, and you, a lot of people don't respond. And the whole thing is, cops are fucking people, and as much as people want to shit on them and act like, oh fuck cops, yeah yeah, people get drunk with power, but a majority of them are actually decent people. It's just they get they get they get lumped into this shit show that's going on right now. Yeah, it's human nature. You're only gonna it remember is. the bad stuff. Yeah, well that's the thing. It's it's the whole thing where. You know you're fucking up at work is when the manager's talking to you. When you're <laughs> yeah, doing a good job, and that's the thing is no no one's running around pointing out the good stuff the cops do do when on a daily basis and get involved in, in for the right things. They oh just, yeah, they just point out the the one bad things. Well, what's funny is that speaking of good things cops do, one time we pull in we uh, we had a big argument right. My buddy there was a supermarket up in Rockland that was closing right, and my buddy was like okay. Pull up your car to the back gate, right? So my I'm gonna throw a bunch of booze in. We're gonna drive dude, away. Dude, he was hurling <laughs> oh, twelve packs oh, over I was the fence, around. bro. And dude, we had it was like a um, assembly line. You catch him? Yeah. Oh, there was fuck. four of us back there, and it was like it was like three flies up. He fired over, boom, into the trunk, boom. Somebody else into the trunk, boom, into the trunk. And dude, we filled up his whole trunk with twelve packs. We cleaned this place out like they're closing anyway. I mean, they're going out of business. Fuck it. So I was like, okay, we can't just be running around with all these twelve packs, right? So he had a giant gym bag of like football pads and stuff fit into. It's a huge. It's like a duffel, but it's a huge duffel. Okay. So we open all the twelve packs, stick all it in there, and homeboy tries to throw the cardboard like in his grandma's trash. I should have known. I should have yeah. known to get away from this guy right then. Yeah. Right? Throws all this shit. Tries to throw it there. Is that mine? No tries to throw all this shit into his grandma stuff. I'm like, no, come on, let's just go up to the 7-Eleven, just yeah. throw it all the way there. In we the do giant that. dumpster. Then it's or like, apartment well, complex. Well, where's it going to go? Because this one, I mean, my sister's boyfriend was 18, so he could rent a hotel, right? Or a motel. And I'm like, okay, well, we're going to go off of Madison. Let's go to that one by Scandia. 
And everyone's like, oh man, these are all like Loomis and Rockland kids. Oh. You hear me, pussies? I still think you're a pussy to this day. <laughs> Fuckers ruin Well, that Madison area is a shit show nowadays. It's oh, it's really even weird. worse. Back yeah. in the 90s, you could get away with some shit. Now yeah. that, that shit's off the rails over there. Oh, you want to go? You get shot, shot or stabbed, you can avoid Yeah, it. I remember when I was kind of doing the Uber <laughs> side hustle. You roll up of a Hillsdale, man. That whole area just. That's went. what it is. Yeah, it's off of Hillsdale. Yeah, that shit went to shit. But, uh, so I want to go over there because I know, like, you know, I grew up you know, next to bikers and stuff. I'm like, dude, if you want to get away with it, you want to hide amongst these people. You don't want to sit there. No, I want to go to the Heritage Inn. I want to go to the Heritage Inn in Roosevelt. I'm like, dude, you don't party in Roosevelt. Well, what do you know, dude? You're not even the one with the car. I'm like, dude, let's not go to Roosevelt. Right? So like, everybody's like, oh, man, we're getting wasted. And I'm sitting there in the back of my mind going, we're not getting nothing. We're not getting nothing, right? We pull up. He gets out from the passenger seat. He gets, as soon as I look over and I see, I'm like looking in the mirror to watch him walk into the lobby or whatever. As soon as I see that, car blocks the view. It's a cop right behind us. I'm all, oh, God. He's all, hey, guys, how's it going? You go ahead and step out for me. I'm all right, cool. We all step out. It's like, what's the problem? There's no problem. There's no problem. It's all good. Hey, man, where are you from? The dude's like, oh, yeah, I'm from, you know, up the hill or whatever. Where are you from? Oh, I'm Citrus Heights. He's like, where are you from? I'm from Rockland. Now, what would four guys that are locally be doing at a motel? I'm all, and in the back of my mind, I'm going, I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. Oh, I told dude. you. I told you. He's like, want to pop the trunk for me? And I'm like, yeah, go ahead, Jay, pop the trunk. Pop the trunk, and it's like, I mean, I had the foresight to put a bunch of other shit in there. So we had backpacks and like yeah. a, a sleeping bag roll, and then it was all in front of this big bag. And then the guy looks at the other guy, he goes, ah, you owe me dinner. And he goes, nah, walks up. I don't know how he did this. It was like intuition. Walks up, goes right for the bag in the back. Pink. Ha <laughs> ha. Jesus. Oh, I did it again. That hurt. I'm sorry. <laughs> he, he, like, you hear the cans clink, and he looks at the other guy. He's like, right on. They move all of our stuff out. Oh, so they ain't fucking looking for you guys. And they just, uh, uh, and he's like, oh, they both lift it out of there, zip it open, zip it shut. And he's like, well, what were you guys going to do with this? And I'm like, I don't know. I was just long shit. <laughs> Makes us empty our pockets, empty all the bags, everything right there. Dude comes out and has, you know, he's like, oh, I, and he's about, I have, yeah, you come here. You come here, too. You know, he comes over there. We watch him load the thing up. I think my buddy had my butterfly knife on him that I had gotten from Mexico, right? A bunch of fireworks, bottle rockets, firecrackers, all kinds oh, of stuff. Oh, that could have went way bad. And then the cop's looking through the thing, and I almost got Billy clubbed because he's like, get your hands out of your pockets. I'm like, my bad, my bad, my bad. Put them behind my back. Put your hands down to your side. Sorry. Put my hands back in my pocket. <laughs> Dude gets like right in my face. Put your hands in your pockets again whatever open threat I had no idea yeah. what he said the adrenaline's going he's like well you guys got anything else on you and I was all I gotta come clean dude there's like a half key of fuck crank stuffed up underneath the driver's seat dude I've never seen a dude move so fast that other <laughs> cop was up under that seat just messing with it he actually he ended up breaking the thing that makes it freaking recline because it was like an old ass car and they're like alright you guys I'm not even gonna do the paperwork to call this in see you later and then they take off and I look at dude I'm like I told you. I told you. He's like, oh, no, we can still have fun what, tonight. You know what, what? What year was this? What year was this? Uh, 95. Oh, they had... 95, those fuckers had to have taken the beer. They did. Oh, I know. I guarantee they did. Oh, yeah. 95, when, when, the, when the cops were still kind of letting shit slide. Being well, that's why. Loose. Yeah, which, which is... The, I would expect that from cops. I'd rather get the interaction where they cut you loose and they just take your contraband. Yeah. I'm good with that. Yeah. I'm good with that. Nobody has to do paperwork and be put into the system... Over and fucking all this other stuff. That's where, like, I actually yeah. do have the libertarian view of, dude, 
People want to get wasted, let them get wasted. Yeah. Oh, but that can ruin their lives. Not everybody. Some people climb out of it. But that's but that's their that's their life to ruin. That's that's the part that's hard to say tell people. It is. You know what I mean? If you want to go He's down having the, a great time. Yeah. If you if you want to go down a rabbit hole of doing all this illicit shit mm. and just running your shit off the rails, do it. But take ownership at the end of that thing that that you did it. Yeah, and man, that no, guy. Yeah. Fuck, I got like, some stories of, man, this sucks. Like Ron Burgundy, that got out of hound fast. I mean, really? Oh, dude. <laughs> that was really out of control. Well, that's where I've never been a big fan of, like, opiates. Oh, yeah. Because I've seen, I've seen firsthand late 80s, early 90s. Well, just, I mean. Where just. Like you said, this. They're gone. Just read a little history and look at the pyramids, and they fucking make reference to fucking, to poppies of being bad. Yeah, stay, stay away. Though. Yeah. Stay away from the devil's balls, man. Yeah. These are bad. Like, dude, the Egyptians knew that shit, man. And we, almost and we still China can't figure it out. Was it almost tank China? Yeah. Like Two-thirds of their population yes. was hooked. Yes. Well, what do you think they did when they came here to entice them to come do our railroads? A lot of it took opium. They're like, hey, come on, work in America. Two yeah. cents a day, we got opium. Yeah. <laughs> you can grow it, you can smoke it in whatever den you want to make. <laughs> 20 years later, that's a crime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's totally what it is. <laughs> oh man! Well, so what, what was the first, what, what was the first band, brand of beer you drank? Um, drink, drink. Yeah, uh, had to be Coors, Coors Original or Budweiser. I don't know which one would be the first. Really? Probably if like if I was a little kid taking drinks off my dad's beer, it would have been Coors Original. And then with my sister's friends, it was either Coors Light or. But I do remember the red can, and like getting the shits after drinking two of them, which still happens to me to this day, so it must be <laughs> something about Budweiser, you know? You know, I remember drinking a fuck ton, and the first thing I drank was a Natty Ice. Oh, I was going to say that earlier. Don't you? Fuck, fuck all this ton. other stuff. Okay. When was the first time Here's... you got drunk on Natty Ice, and yeah. what were the consequences? So I, I want to say, I, I want to say it was, shit, dude. We we, we had convinced that, there were, so there was a creek in the, near the apartments we lived in, in Lincoln, and that's where we used to go and drink. The creek was dirt. It was super fucking cold. We were poor. We couldn't really go to the to the to the pool at the time, and it was just close. It was easy to get to. So what we do is we uh, we get a we get like either butt ice, but it used to be natty ice in the beginning, and you just take them and you start pulling them out and you put them in the creek. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. So we'd be swimming. So I remember one time we were down there and fucking we were drinking and everything, and one of our two buddies kind of got in like a little little mock confrontation, fucking around, talking shit to each other. And uh, one of our buddies had turned around, and our, our buddy had pushed his ass, pushed him on the ass, and he went fucking ass over tea kettle face first into, like, the sand. So then he starts running up the creek, and we're fucking joking around, we're all drunk, and he picks up a rock to kind of, like, fuck around and throw it at him. And he was probably, fuck, he had to be a good 30 yards away. Like, what's the chance of him hitting him? So he fucking throws it, and the fucking rock pegs him right in the back of the head, and he just does a face plant. And he, but he didn't get up. Yeah, so we all fucking bomb over there, and he's kind of floating down the water. We grab him, and he kind of gets up, and he has this giant fucking knot on the back of his head where he got pegged in the fucking head, dude. And so we get him, we get him up and everything. And we didn't have to do CPR, but we got him up, and he's just like, what happened? So what happened was, <laughs> you would push fucking our buddy over, and you run away because you thought it was funny. You threw a rock, and he hit your ass about, about 30 yards away. <laughs> Just fucking... Did. I thought you were going to say he fell into the bottles or something. Oh, no, no, no. He, he was running up the creek and he just... Are they two different? Because you can still get Bud Ice and Natty Ice like, separate now. Can you get yeah. Bud Ice still? Mm -hmm. See, Bud Ice is a shit because the bottles are shaped like cubes. I always thought that was badass. Yeah. Why did you drink the tall boys? It's two for 350. Well, now I just drink fucking mostly Lagunitas and Mai Tais. 
No, let's say the first time again, still in high school, I got drunk on Natty Ice, and we'll come around full circle and smoking Harley Davidson cigarettes <laughs> with my uncle all night, you know, watching uh, fat chick porn. Oh, solid. Oh, yeah, it was a great night. Yeah, great <laughs> nights. And it was so funny that when I woke up, like that taste, I'm like, Ugh. Oh, that film from Harley Davidson, man. Oh, dude, and my sister's like, what's up? I'm like, dude, that taste. And then all of a sudden, dude comes walking out like he hadn't been. I'm a pro-grade alcoholic. He comes walking out to get his cup of coffee as we're all just teenagers that are like, oh, crusty yeah. and shit. Uh. And he comes out. He's like, yeah, I had a friend. He gets first time he had natty eyes. He got drunk on it. He's like wondering where our cat was. I'm like, instantly, I'm like, do you have a cat? Because it tastes like it's shit in my mouth. <laughs> and in his Virginia accent, that's what he said. <laughs> Oh shit! Hey, where's your cat? It shit in my mouth, dude. That is so bad. Oh, dude. Well, that's the thing is, you shouldn't have to like. I wish you could tell people that. Of sometimes it's a competition, but for the most part, if you're questing to see how fucked up you can get, eh, you're not gonna have as much. You're literally borrowing happiness from tomorrow. Maybe the next day, if you get that fucked up. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're gonna be happy as hell tonight, but tomorrow you you literally borrowed all that happiness. Oh yeah. Spent it all tonight. Yeah, you just. You, you borrow for like the next couple of days, you're just going to fast forward this thing. Well, that's the thing about all the, like the, the, what are we, Generation Xers. It was always, everything was always to excess. I got oh, some yeah. weed. How much weed can we smoke? I got some beer. How much beer can we drink? Yeah. You guys want a bottle? How much of this bottle can we kill? Yeah, how big of a joint can we roll? Dude, let's, <laughs> let's do the Cheech and Chong joint. Oh, everybody was always on it. I yeah, and all you did do was that. just waste a fuck ton of weed doing that. That's what I always tried to sell these kids that lived across the street because they were like, you know, they're, they're poor little kids. Their mom was a crack whore. Seriously, she really was. Oh, I don't doubt it. No, she wasn't. She was actually, it was weird because she was like pretty and like every now and again she'd hit on me and I'm like, I'd have to pay 20 bucks and I'm just above that. I don't know. Uh, you should have just fucking went for it. What are you talking about? No, it was all butt stuff. So I wasn't really into it. So looking back, I have regrets. Think so. she would have sucked you off for 20? Probably, yeah. Guaranteed. Oh, you should have fucking rolled it. Guaranteed. That. 20. If I would have had a crocker, I could have you don't get to taste it till you taste it. <laughs> <laughs> she just sucked it like she was. Like she been don't poisoned. get to taste it until you taste it. Uh, here's, the, here's the setup. You've been poisoned and the anti-venom's in there. Go. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, does that work for your depravity? <laughs> That's right up there with it. Well, we'll get on that with the next episode is when you start to move on and get drunk and then now sex is involved. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, shit, this gets awkward. You haven't lived until you're oh. like, I got laid last night, but what do I have to nod on my forehead?